chapter 10, verses 40, 46 to 52, and you can find it on page 772 in the Bible. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind, blind man. Barthamus, that is, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man. Cheer up. On your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Let us pray. Great God, our most holy friend, please awaken every gram of sincerity within us. May we desire you more than anything else, value you above all earthly ambition and treasure, and adore you with a love that is free of guile or calculation. Through Christ Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Dwight L. Moody, the famous evangelist, told this story at one of his meetings. He said, one evening just before Christmas, there was a man walking through the streets of an eastern city. The store windows were all beautifully decorated, and he saw three little girls intensely interested in one of the windows. He discovered that the girl in the center was blind. And the others were trying to describe the beautiful things in the window. Why, they said, can't you just see the teddy bear and the doll? Just look at the pretty bow. But the poor little girl stood there with a blank expression on her face because she could not appreciate the beautiful things before her. Moody said, now this is an illustration of the effort that we as Christians are making to arouse the unconverted with an interest and delight in spiritual things. The reason we can't do it is because the sinner is spiritually blind. Now, Moody had scarcely concluded when a reporter was on the platform asking him where he had heard that story. And Moody said, well, I read it in one of the daily papers and I have forgotten which one it was. The reporter said to him, I am the one who wrote that story because I was there and I saw the whole thing. And I see now, I am just like that little girl. I am spiritually blind. And 
the man was converted right then and there. Well, you know, history records countless stories of missed opportunities. And many of us look back, even in our own lives, on certain moments and ask, what might have been? Or what if? John Greenleaf Whittier says, of all the sad words of tongue and pen, the saddest are these. It might have been. And even though we may have regrets, there are other opportunities that we have maybe made the most of. Some of the choices we have made may have been the right ones, and we have benefited greatly as a result of those choices. But in our gospel text this morning from the 10th chapter of Mark, we read of a man who made the best of an opportunity. This man's name is Bartimaeus. And he was a blind beggar who needed a miracle. And one fateful day, Jesus was passing his way, and his life was changed forever. But Bartimaeus doesn't know just how close he came to missing his miracle. Because you see, if he would have procrastinated, he would have never had the opportunity to be touched by the Master. He would have spent the rest of his days regretting his missed opportunity. And his neglect would have had eternal consequences. Because you see, Jesus would never pass through Jericho again. Let me let you in on a little secret. <coughs> Jesus is passing by us even today. And you have an opportunity, but today may be your last chance. And so Jesus is passing by, and Bartimaeus is thinking, this could be the last time Jesus comes past. Now, a little background on this blind man, Bartimaeus. That was not his name. He's referred to as Bartimaeus in the scriptures. His name in Aramaic means the son of of Timaeus. Bar means son of. Timaeus is his father's name. We don't know what his first name may have been. Because he was blind, he may not have even been given a name if he was born blind. That was the way the culture was back in those days. But that's not important to us. But what is important is to realize that blindness was a common disease in Jesus' day. And guess what? Blindness is common even today. Now, I don't mean physical blindness, not being able to see. I mean the spiritual blindness of not being able to see Jesus. And the spiritual blindness of our world is the sinful condition that we live in. And only Jesus can bring salvation to us. Jesus is making this final trip to Jerusalem. He's leaving Jericho, and he encounters this blind man. And Bart goes through four different stages of spiritual growth that will help him go from blindness to belief to boldness to blessing. 
Because you see, the first step is to recognize your blindness. In verse 46, we read, And they came to Jericho. And as he, Jesus, was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. Now you've all heard of Jericho, a well-known city in the Bible. In the Old Testament, we have the story of the Israelites marching around the city, around its walls. And there's even a story, a song about it that they sing. Joshua fit the barrel of Jericho, or as some kids are prone to sing, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. And we all fight that battle sooner or later. Now you see, many people in Jesus' day thought that blindness was a result of sin. And therefore, blind people were mistreated and they were marginalized. And Bart was relegated to a life of begging. And he is a picture of someone who is helpless and hopeless. But you know, without Christ, all of us are in the dark. All of us are spiritual blind, spiritually blind without Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says, The God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. We are spiritually blind and we are beggars because there's nothing we can do to change our situation on our own. Before you can see spiritually, you must first recognize that you are blind. You will never seek the Savior unless you first see and admit that you are a sinner. And so the second situation is we must respond with belief. We begin with blindness, and then we move to belief. Check out verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Bart cries out to Jesus, calls him by his divine title, Jesus, son of David. Jesus' very name means Savior. Son of David refers to him as the long-awaited Messiah. But blind Bart confessed Christ as the son of David. He was responding to the belief that Jesus was the Messiah. Every Jewish person would have known that one of the signs of the Messiah's arrival was the healing of the blind. It's taught in Isaiah 35, 5. And when John the Baptist wanted proof that Jesus was the promised and anointed one, he sent some of his disciples to Jesus to ask for his credentials. Now, Jesus didn't pull out his wallet and show him his driver's license or whip out his diploma from a seminary or anything like that. Jesus says, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. And so Bart first recognizes his blindness and then responds with belief. He knows who Jesus is. He knows what Jesus can do for him. 
And he asked Jesus, Do you know who Jesus is? Notice that Jesus' belief is personal. He says, Jesus, have mercy on me. Now, third, we need to react with boldness. Bartimaeus knew he needed help because he knew that there was nothing he could do on his own. He was blind. He was a beggar. He needed help with just about everything that he did. But he calls out to Jesus, the son of David, for mercy. And in verse 48, we see that the crowd of people, well, they're bothered by this blind and believing Bart. They rebuked him and they told him to be silent. And the word rebuke here is very strong because it has the idea of sharply punishing. And they kept rebuking him repeatedly. But the second half of verse 48, he cried out all the more. He continued, he said, Son of David, have mercy on me. And this is the second time that he cried out. This guy was really bold. He was courageous. He chose not to listen to the crowd. And he shouted out even louder than the first time because he did not want Jesus to get away from him. I wonder if you and I have the same kind of boldness, have the same kind of courage when it, calls, when it comes to calling out for divine help. Maybe we don't because we don't really understand our own condition of blindness. Or maybe we don't because we don't really believe that Jesus can do anything about it. But as a result of Bart's request for mercy, verse 49 says, And Jesus stopped. The Savior stood still. Now remember, Jesus is determined to go to Jerusalem and to stop in his tracks causes the creator of the universe time to pause. And then Jesus calls for Bartimaeus. And then there's more boldness on Bartimaeus' part because it says, in throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. He threw off his cloak. This was all that he had in his life. And he left it behind to come to the Lord. Now, he may have done it for practical reasons because he didn't want to trip over it. This reminds us of Hebrews 12, chapter 1. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin, and sin which clings so closely. The cloak may have been used to collect the shekels and represent his past life. But let me ask you this. What are you willing to lose in order to find Jesus? And so he sprang up. The blind man leapt to his feet, which was unusual because blind people don't usually leap. But he came to. And it wouldn't have been enough for just, to just throw off his cloak. He needed to actually come forward. He actually needed to come to Jesus. And so some in the crowd helped him and brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looks at him. He looks at him tenderly and touchingly. And he says to him, 
What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Jesus knew what Bartimaeus wanted, but he asked the question for his sake and for the crowd of people who had gathered. And he lo I love this answer. And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. Rabbi, my master, a profession of faith on Bart's part. Now this is different from the way James and John responded. If you remember last week's message, James and John wanted seats. They wanted success. Bartimaeus wants sight and salvation. What do you want Jesus to do for you? Have you ever put into words the cry of your heart? Have you ever verbalized your deepest needs? Have you ever shouted out for mercy to have Jesus save you from your sins? Jesus is waiting for you to recognize your blindness, to respond with belief, to react with boldness. James 4.2 says we have not because we ask not. And then that leads to the final result. We receive a blessing. <laughs> Verse 52 says, And Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And the word here for well is saved. Jesus is always moved by a cry for mercy. Bart believed and he put his faith in Jesus and he received his sight. And that's what verse 52 says. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The healing is immediate. And that's the way salvation is. Salvation is immediate. Bart goes from sitting along the side of the road to following Jesus. We're not, we're not saved in order to sit. We're not saved to just sit in the pews. When we're converted, we are called to follow Jesus, to accompany Jesus. And those who put their faith in him must also follow him. The blind man seized on the moment. Jesus would never pass through Jericho again. And Jesus is right there in your life right now. And this is the moment. If you don't take it, you're going to miss something extraordinary. And spiritual blindness will continue. And just as the crowds tried to keep Bartimaeus from Jesus, so too the crowds in our lives are trying to keep us from him. But don't listen to them. Stand up, be bold, go against the grain. Let go of your security blanket, Linus. Cry out for mercy and healing. <laughs> Jesus is asking you a question. What do you want me to do for you? How badly do you want to get better? How badly do you want to see?
Let us pray. Open our eyes, Lord. Help us to see Jesus as he reaches out to heal our blindness. Help us to let go of all those things that keep us in darkness. This day, as your word is proclaimed, let our hearts and souls respond with joy. Transform and reform our lives to do your will. Your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.